0: In the meantime, just head over to Patreon.com slash The It's free to join Patreon to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's Patreon.com slash The Files. Help us start something special. This episode of The Writer Files is brought to you by the inspiring team at Author Accelerator. There's never been a better time to get serious about that book idea that's been rattling around in your head. And working with an Author Accelerator book coach is the best way to write forward. Author Accelerator book coaches give writers feedback deadlines, and step-by-step guidance while you write so that you can actually finish your book. Your book coach will give you the customized tools and blueprints to success that are so often lacking in the traditional publishing world. And if you think book coaching sounds like a gig you'd like to do, many authors and copywriters have the exact skill sets needed to become great book coaches themselves. Author Accelerator offers intensive book coach training and master classes so that you can help other writers reach their goals. Just head over to Author Accelerator.com slash Writer Files for more info and to get a free seven day writing challenge to start mapping out your own book. That's Author Accelerator.com slash Writer Files.
1: With how our lifestyles are and the technology, we seem to also become very disconnected with, with ourselves and we. Maybe innately sort of start to yearn for for something that gives us more meaning, or you know, yeah. back to something more authentic, and that 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 sort of technology can't provide. Or yeah, you know, it gets overwhelming.
0: Greetings and welcome back to the Writer Files. I am still your host, Kelton Reed. And this week, best-selling author Kim Peterson spoke with me about tactics to tap into age-old wisdom, quiet your inner critic, get back to basics, and recharge your creative batteries. The award-winning USA Today best-selling Australian author of fantasy, paranormal, and dystopian fiction writes the Ascended Angels Chronicles and co-authors the Stone the Crows series. Her latest is a foray into nonfiction titled Creative Writing Energy, Tools to Access Your Higher Creative Mind, co-authored with colleague, romance writer Catherine Evans. It's been described as a book written for creatives about developing pathways to access the higher creative mind, alternative ways, and tools for unlocking your creativity. Before you dismiss this episode as a little woo-woo, I assure you that we dig into the reasons behind the current shift for creatives towards alternative ways of thinking, new age modalities, and a generation of writers looking to tune out the noise and live more authentically. In part one of this file, Kim and I discussed her journey to finding her writing identity or how it found her, why she chose to write about her own writing rituals and routines, how technology is draining our creative batteries, why younger generations are turning away from traditional belief systems and finding alternative means to recharge the nuts and bolts of a good foundation for creativity and why writers need to dip back into the great mystery through storytelling. And please do me a huge favor. If you want to support the show, you can pop over to survey.libsyn.com writerfiles and do a short seven-question survey. And it's like the easiest multiple choice you'll ever do so that we can learn a little bit more about you, our audience. That's survey.libsyn spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com slash writerfiles. Survey.libsen.com slash writerfiles. It's very simple and it does help a lot. That link is also in the show notes and I thank you ahead of time. Stay tuned. The Writer Files is brought to you by my friends at copyblogger.com. Words that work. Build your online authority with powerfully effective content marketing. Get superior content marketing education so you can build a remarkable online presence authors, bloggers, journalists, online publishers, and entrepreneurs, head over to copyblogger.com to learn more. That's copyblogger.com. And if you're a fan of the Writer Files, please click subscribe to automatically see new interviews as soon as they're published, and leave us a rating or a review over on Apple Podcasts to help other writers find us. All right, we are rolling once again on The Writer Files. And I have a special guest today. Kim Peterson is joining us from all the way across the pond, I guess, is that what we say?
1: Yeah, big pond.
0: <laughs> big pond. And you are there in Australia. So, man, yep. thanks, thanks for taking time to do this. We uh, took a minute to coordinate our schedules, but um, this is cool and I think we're gonna have some fun.
1: We did, we went around the time zone and thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, it is my pleasure. Um, Well, I can't wait to talk about this fantastic book of yours. Yeah, dig into just uh, kind of jump-starting that creative writing energy. But let's talk a little bit about kind of your background as a writer a little bit before we dig into the meat of the session. And uh, yeah, just maybe give us a little bit of your background and and kind of how you came to um, this place. Because I understand you've written Fiction and and some paranormal uh, yeah. and fantasy stuff, but um, yeah, how did how did you get here?
1: How did I get here? <laughs> I don't know. I I took a while to get here. Actually, I kind of had one of those. I was I was never one of those people that sort of right off the bat knew what I wanted. You know how some people just know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I always struggled with who I who I was and who that person was and what she wanted and. I overthought that for the longest time you know when you overthink things it kind of becomes this big this big thing and for a while there I'm like well well, maybe I'm just here to be a mom and and that's got to be enough but it, it wasn't and it wasn't until I kind of let it go and I hit this really low point in my life and I just let it all go and it just sort of found me and it was writing, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I—I I, I mean, I had studied creative writing in the past, you know, but I didn't think that I could do it. And it was just finding that 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 part of myself that that was able to finally believe in something that I could do. And I sat down and yeah, started writing my first book, which is Millie's Angel, and it kind of just all unfolded from there. And it's been it's been a really fun fun interesting journey <laughs> i love yeah. it yeah
0: but so nonfiction is new for you
1: it is yeah and and that came about i met Catherine evans my co-author um for creative writing energy and we shared a lot of common interests you know um in sort of the metaphysical side of things um not that i'm incredibly we will or anything but i think there's a lot of um value to 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 sort of looking at that part, I think, mm-hmm. and I had created this blog uh, a couple of years ago, maybe with the intention that I wanted to write about stuff that that mattered to me, uh, maybe sort of purge a bit and and that kind of thing. And Kath Catherine was doing the same similar thing, but I hadn't really started that 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 blog in that way until this year, and that was because I didn't, and again, I, I didn't think. That I could really do it, or huh. I didn't. I didn't have the confidence, I guess. And we 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 got to talking about you know the things that interest us and what we used in our writing um, rituals and routines and whatnot. And and this book just sort of came together. And why don't we just write that? Because I was already writing stuff like this on my blog, and she was as well. So yeah, we decided to put it together and and see what we what we could do with it.
0: Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I think it's it's valuable for right now because you know, as you talk about in the book, also is just this time in history is kind of more <laughs> more speeded up and distractible than ever before, mm-hmm. right? Um, you talk about the you know kind of all these fast moving experiences and and um, you know how technology has changed. Changed all of our lives, right? Yeah. But then you know, I love this quote that we're cl- we're closer together yet further apart thanks to that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, we are. I, and you t- you talk about that a lot I mean um on your show. I've I've noticed it's
0: we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it dovetails nicely with the neuroscience piece and the neurobiology stuff, especially with productivity and creativity in general, but also um. You know things like uh, procrastination or imposter syndrome, or many of the things that every writer faces, right?
1: For sure. And I think with how our lifestyles are and the technology, we seem to also become very disconnected with with ourselves. and we maybe innately sort of start to yearn for for something that gives us more meaning or you know back to something more authentic and that, that that sort of technology can't provide or yeah you know it gets overwhelming
0: earlier in the show i mentioned an invaluable resource for writers truth is the arrow mercy is the bow a diy manual for the construction of stories based on three decades of writing failing and trying again just head over to Patreon.com slash The for bonus writing resources, monthly episode breakdowns, Writer's Happy Hour, a community of your peers, ad-free episodes, and more. It's free to join, to get a preview, and you can upgrade anytime. That's Patreon.com slash The Help us start something cool and special. Keep calm and write on. I think I was digging into a book titled Digital Minimalism. I think it's a Cal Newport title Mm -hmm. um something you did recently but you know i mean there there are lots of neurobiological reasons why technology and uh, you know all of the distractions and and notifications and this uh 24-hour outrage cycle combined with as you've noted kind of the you know how much we love that dopamine hit from some of the cognitive bias piece which is you know you're always searching for the kind of the answers to. These uh, questions that you, that you can find so quickly now to confirm your whatever bias that you have, um, can be confirmed pretty quickly in a, a couple clicks. Like, oh yeah. yeah, those people are bad and these people are good, and yeah. you know, I mean, people, it's just people are
1: quick to to sort of make judgment and uh, um and find gratification that way or something Mm
0: -hmm. yeah (laughs) you
1: know and it's like being on call and that's it yeah i don't know and people like chronicle their life on facebook my my mother does that like everything everything she does is like on facebook i'm like ma (laughs) you know it's like it's not real if it's not on facebook
0: yeah but (laughs) that is kind of how it feels and and i feel Mm. i feel too i mean i think everybody does even even if we know better um yeah that you're kind of seeing everybody's best life um, yeah. on display and if you're if you're not posting something to instagram show you know showing where you went for the weekend or whatever it didn't happen you know nobody knows <laughs> right. nobody knows where you went uh god forbid they should ask how your weekend was or you know maybe you took some pictures that you didn't post them and now that's how i feel i'm like well i got these great pictures but i just don't always feel comfortable like posting parts of my life that maybe i want to remember but i don't feel like i necessarily need to share with the with everybody you know
1: yeah that's right
0: but yeah that is not really what we're talking about here um <laughs> it is really coming back to what you had mentioned before which is like we're feeling kind of disconnected from ourselves right and i think yeah. well, you know we had both we, we had bandied around some ideas for the show and um i don't know if bandied around is actually a term people <laughs> use in the real world but um you may you may know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We tossed around some ideas and uh, we had both read this interesting article about how, uh, and the title of the article is How Millennials Replace Religion with Astrology and Crystals. And that resonated with me at the time when, um, you know, we'd been chatting over email about your book, mm-hmm. this piece in the LA Times, talking really about how uh, younger generations are, Turning away from organized religion and kind of embracing more, as you mentioned, like metaphysical or spiritual practices and beliefs, like tarot, astrology, meditation. You know, kind of a, yeah. these are kind of universal things that have been around forever. But you know, yeah. things like crystals yeah. and and you know, energetic healing, that kind of stuff. Um, younger generations are kind of uh, turning away from you know more organized practices and kind of doing a, a choose-your-own-adventure in the, uh, the spiritual realm. And I think that really kind of uh, dovetails nicely into what you are talking about in your new book titled Creative Writing Energy, Tools to Access Your Higher Creative Mind. And I did come into this a little skeptical, wondering like, okay, like what is going on here? But, but you're really talking about some <laughs> s- some things that are, you know, kind of have been around forever. And they're just, as you mentioned, metaphysical yeah. in the sense that, you know, these are kind of, it's kind of a study of things that are outside of our objective experience, which are absolutely incredibly valuable to storytelling and, and creative writing. And as you mentioned in the book, you know, all of these things can be accessed and, you know, you're not, you're not preaching any one practice it's not no. um some weird spiritual treatise it's really it's just really kind of a oh a reminder like here's all this stuff that you can tap into to jump your creativity yeah. right
1: yeah for sure it's um yeah we're not preaching <laughs> we just it is it's, it's kind of just a literal reminder you know we everything sort of we we look around and 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 see and feel and touch it's it's part of all of creation. So and we're part of that. And so it's kind of and I think that's why a lot of these um like the younger generations are turning towards like crystals, like you said. And because it's 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 part of us. It, everything is energy and um they may be sort of religion, organized religion. It's kind of to me, I feel like it's placing your faith and belief in sort of something outside of yourself. Um, like a superhuman controlling power in, in a way. And it's what we're talking about is sort of coming back back to you. You know, that's sort of where faith starts and mm-hmm. and ends with yourself. And yeah, with the the creativity, it's that is, a, yeah, a big part of how you know it's like tapping into that 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 internal beautiful resource that's already inside, and we're just sort of showing. Um, methods and, and ways just to, to be able to, for people to be able to
0: mm-hmm.
1: to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, I think, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, I, I think something about what resonated with me was, you know, th- this idea of a higher creative mind. And, you know, from mm-hmm. it, something like the psyche or the higher self or, or what's it been called, the Atman has been mentioned. Yeah. From Christianity to Buddhism and beyond, you know, like so many of these religions have mentioned something similar to that. But I think tapping into that yes. from a creative standpoint is not something that you would necessarily go to a place of worship to learn, right?
1: Yeah, no. But, yeah. um
0: <laughs> you know, and then when you talk about the energetic piece, really, you know, a lot of what you're... You know, you have some great quotes in the book, but you know, you're you're mentioning that you know, it, it really to to tap into it is, is something you can do at your own volition. It's Just taking the taking the time to what be in the moment and to realize that you know everything around us is kind of vibrating with this energy. We're in this vast universe. We may be the only intelligent life out there and it's like oh wow okay yeah that's a good place to start
1: yeah (laughs) for sure it's it's cultivating that relationship with that higher part of yourself and and like you said the you know buddhism and and all these other ancient kind of beliefs they all do sort of center around this the, the same the same kind of concepts and that is really believing in in your higher self and, and getting there. And that is where our creativity mm-hmm. is really, you know, and it's connecting, connecting with, with that universal mm-hmm. sort of energy flow, yeah. I think. Yeah. And it feels good. <laughs> it makes you feel happy. <laughs> you know, I, when I, like I mentioned earlier about hitting this low point and I did. I my husband kind of took off to Spain on a, with a, on a one-way ticket and left <laughs> me with these little kids and I just dropped, you know. I was like, crap. And then I realized like I, I really like I had these anxiety attacks and and stuff and and he came back and I realized I was putting my my sense of self resting my my happiness and everything on Someone else, and I—I I realized I couldn't do that. I couldn't afford to do that, and I started to sort of really, um, sort of look more toward within and and meditate and, and and cultivate that kind of relationship within and connect, you know, to the universal energy. And you know, there's like a, a real sense of um, peace and tranquility that that I found there. And I find even when I started writing my first book, I meditated like religiously every night because you know, for the ideas, just to allow that 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 pathway to kind of open and and the ideas to come and and like Cash uses crystals and tarot and and things like that and there's there's a whole lot of mm-hmm. ways <laughs> you know we can raise our energy to get there. Yeah, even walking, you know, I. I walking connecting to nature and 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 just just being in the moment and appreciating there's so much to appreciate without looking at technology and (laughs) absolutely (laughs) this episode is brought to you by shopify forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to shopify the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell
0: Well, you, you have a lot of good tools and resources in the book. And, and obviously, I think, you know, if listeners are going to seek out creative writing energy to go at it with an open mind. And you say, you know, early on, you might be thinking, woo, woo, right? And that's what I was thinking when I, when you first yeah. reached out yeah. to me. <laughs> and you said, but you say, but before you dismiss know. <laughs> this knowledge as, as, as mystical conundrum, you know, it, you, and you, you dip a little bit into that neuroscience piece you know like okay well we you know we're mapping the human brain one neuron at a time but in Mm -hmm. truth um that's not really what you know the 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 sum of the you know the parts don't it doesn't all really equate there is this mysterious piece to creativity there's this mysterious piece to creation
1: definitely
0: and the creative process and um, uh beautiful part (laughs) i mean there's some great advice in here i mean yeah, but there's stuff, you know, I mean, you're talking about getting enough sleep and exercise and diet and all that, all these great things, boundaries and and kind of the uh, the nuts and bolts of a good foundation for creativity. Meditation, obviously, and mindfulness is something that we talk a lot about on this show um, for, you know, defeating writer's block and so on and so forth. And a lot of writers talk about this, but there is yeah. something that we don't always mention on this show especially and it's that like mystery you know behind you know these things when History, when we yeah. when we channel something <laughs> or we or we write something that surprises uh, uh, ourselves you know sometimes yeah. it, you, you feel like it comes from a higher place and i think that's really kind of what you're pointing at
1: yeah i think we we all we all know we all sort of have that sense where we know that I mean I I do I'll, I'll write something and read it back and think like, whoa where mm-hmm. did that come from <laughs> you know and we we do that because and and like you said you know we, we, we're trying to map out and everything everyone wants sort of an explanation for something and um, a way to to explain and analyze and and things but not everything can be understood or explained in that way and we're part of the mystery you know and um i think it's just a beautiful way of looking at it (laughs) you know and just appreciate cultures have
0: been have been trying to map the answers to the great you know these greater mysteries forever since the beginning of of human civilization (laughs) you know we've had you know obviously great spiritual practices um throughout history but also different forms of divination right and you mentioned some of these so i thought mm-hmm. it was interesting because early on i had admitted that my dad was kind of a uh, a spiritual healer of sorts and that he yeah he came from religion he was a man of the cloth actually he was a uh congregational minister who then he had a couple
1: okay
0: he had a couple phd's and uh, or I'm sorry, doctors of theology, and then he found social psychology and union psychology, which is really about the unconscious, right? Mm-hmm. Then found you know kind of that new you know it was the 70s, '60s, late '60s, early '70s, found new age, um, and kind of uh, more <laughs> alternative. But so he ended up his, his business card, I think. Said spiritual psychotherapist. So he was a uh, a man of the cloth who had studied union psychology and also, you know, uh, all kinds of different things like dowsing, as you mentioned, or um, Reiki or, you know, energy work or past life regression. The list goes on and on and on. He was a super weird dude. It's um, yeah, interesting. Yeah. But people <laughs> would come to him from all over the world to, really? you know, because he had such a different take on healing and psychology and you know he had uh a waiting list of people that you know that d- couldn't find answers anywhere else and he had this really weird you know menu of things yeah. obviously and cl- closer to the end of his life he had spent five years studying um native american shamanism with a uh a medicine woman in new mexico uh from oh, nice. the lakota tribe so you know talk about cultural appropriation but uh he was was definitely like touching on a lot of these things and talking to me about a lot of these very abstract and of course the pragmatist in me wants to like reject those things right like no yeah. there's like you know there's a there's a, uh, a baseline reality and <laughs> it's hard to talk about past life stuff when it's when it's you know, it's so subjective or, yeah, but you, you talk about, you know, Aboriginal dream time, which I found fascinating. And I did remember reading and learning some about that, but yeah. T- so I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm sorry. I'm babbling. Oh, yeah.
1: about, <laughs> I, I, your story interesting with your father. Uh, you know, you were exposed to all of that. Um, it, it's nothing sort of new to you. And, you know how you said that you wanted to. Your first instinct is sort of to reject, and I think that that is how a lot of people feel. We're sort of conditioned to to believe in what we can see and feel, and and you know the tangible stuff, rather right. than yeah, rather than um, the more the spiritual side of things. But it has been around for for so long, so I kind of think when when something sort of Is like that. There's something to it. You got, you know, they they were onto something. There's, Mm -hmm. yeah, the 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 healers and the the, all those teachings and, yeah, I think that's why we're all sort of. A lot of people are coming back to that.
0: Sure, but I mean, I think that the, the through line there. I think that you mentioned in the book that makes so much sense is that storytelling piece, right? Is that we've been telling each other stories since the beginning of time and throughout, you know, that's how we've kept these, um, spiritual traditions alive or these, these, um, teaching traditions. And, and, you know, maybe there's, maybe we've lost something at the, uh, you know, what I keep coming back to you is like m- the meaning making part. Thanks so much for joining us for this half of the writer files. And if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to the show and leave us a rating or a review to help other writers find us. You can always leave us a comment or a question and visit the entire archives at writerfiles.fm where we also humbly ask you to support the show with a secure donation to help us keep going. Just click the little yellow PayPal donate button over at writerfiles.fm and you can always chat with me on Twitter at Kelton Reed. Cheers. Talk to you next week and thank you.